You are listening to the Converge Media Network, uplifting our voices. Loyalty's my favorite characteristic of God, but finding it in it is hard. It's like trying to find God. You're the only one in your camp with cheese. You pay for everything they eat. Man, that insecurity is deep. Now I ain't said no names. These are just theories if you hear me, baby. It's home. You must admit it's kind of eerie, baby. Like them chemtrails in the sky. All right. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the day with Trey. My name is Omari Salisbury filling in for Trey Holiday. She's going to return to the set tomorrow. Um, Join today. All show today. Deontay Damper. Welcome back. What's up? What's up? What's up? Man, we happy, can't, happy Monday, brother. Yeah. Happy Monday. We can't get rid of you, can we? You know what? I, I live here. You know, I'm Converge family. You know, my, my clearly in the back, you know. Clearly, we got a few things to talk to you about today. And then later on in the show, we're going to talk about uh, overdose, overdose prevention. Oh, right? You absolutely cannot wait to start that. Uh, this Wednesday will be Overdose Awareness Day. So. All right. And we're joined today as well by Will Gittens. Yo, uh, hey, look I'm at over, you smile. You're I'm always over here smiling over there. Ear huh? ear, you got the, the big smiles going on, man. And we're going we're gonna to catch up with Will. Uh, Singer, songwriter, written a lot of songs. You know He's what I'm amazing. saying? Yeah. The Gemini album. Gemini. You a Gemini. Uh, okay. Yeah, it yeah. should be on repeat, which is the first song on the album. I've been playing the You, you know, album. see, now Will back there in the green room right now, like, oh, okay, great. I got a fan. <laughs> a big fan. <laughs> look, look, Will now brings a sigh of relief. Like, okay. <laughs> so we got a few things, though, to jump on real quick uh, before, before we bring on Will. And it looks like I'm outnumbered here on the set. I'm the only bulldog here today. Can't wait till Trey's back tomorrow um you know this weekend garfield high school we celebrated 100 years of excellence we got some photos up there there's mayor harrell mayor harrell actually went to garfield high school and you know the gym over there 100 years of excellence deontay you know i i appreciate that excellence you know um either way shout out to daryl who's also bulldog out there but you know just watching our community just come together all of that greatness was amazing. Yeah, that was good stuff. Oh, wow. There's a deaf chef we're going to eat today, too. Oh, okay. Are we hungry? Oh, I, I didn't know. We're, we're gonna, definitely going to log. But, yeah, so Garfield, there go the photos right there, man. 100 years. And that was um, Jordan Somers, the photographer there. And it was just intergenerational. And then you, did you make it over there, deaf chef? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And so you got you got people who graduated a long time ago to ones who just graduated. It was like a huge family reunion. You already know Garfield, the legacy black high school in Seattle, by the way. One of them. Yeah. One of them. Um, oh, I am a Rainer Beach. Oh, my God. I am a Viking. Oh, but my God. I, but I, Next but day, you know, you're going to have Curtis talk about, oh, well, you know, Odea, legacy black high school. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But, no, but, you but, know, but, but either way, watching this weekend of all this black excellence, watching people come together, uh, seeing the smiles on everybody's faces in the CD. Real um, dope. It was just, it was amazing just to watch. I, I couldn't attend. I, you know, I would have been in violation, but, you know, I, pre I appreciate it. Yeah, come on, man. You know who run this city, man. <laughs> Bulldog for life, as my brother Toon would say. Also, we so that was Jordan Somers, our photographer, stayed busy, busy this weekend down there at T-Mobile Park as Ichiro Suzuki um, was um, entered into the Seattle Mariners Hall of Fame. That's Live Lions right here with with these photos. And, you know, it was crazy. He talked a lot about the relationship that he had with Ken Griffey Jr. while he was playing for the for the Mariners. And, man, Ichiro's a big deal 
You know what I'm saying? Like the ballpark has been sold out. It was Ichiro weekend. You know, I, I hope Chuck and, or Bell got me the Ichiro bobblehead. Okay. If they want to stay on air, then I hope they bring back their bobblehead for me. Right. Well, you know, one thing about it is that I I even remember in the areas of sports, like when Griffey and Buner and Rodriguez left, he was all that we had left. So we just appreciate the work that he's done here. And shout out to Liv, who was out there working per usual, doing what they do best. Yeah, Liv, Liv, Liv is the truth. Liv is one of the few black women photographers in all of Major League Baseball. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? And, and she's right here at Converge. This is something really dope starting today, and it's going to be running, I think, for the next two months. Black artists, you should know. So this is real special. This is curated by our very own Takiya T-Dub Ward. Um, the very first installment is up on our blog right now, and that's Moses' son. And so you click through there. And so what we did, or what Takiya did, actually, was going through all the episodes of Art of the Matter and checked in with some of the artists. So you go there to the blog, you get an update on the artists and what they've been up to and everything else. And also the original episode of Art of the Matter. Oh, that is going to be amazing. You know, just just to know that she's taken, she's given us a rewind to gear us up because I know I heard season two is coming, you know, and I'm really excited to see what that comes from that. Let me tell you, season two is going to be fire. Curtis should be putting a link in the comments over there and you can check that out. And then is, is that, do I have anything else to talk about, Curtis? Oh, this is a big deal. Yes, Pure Sounds. Pure Sounds, that's this Saturday. The whole family's going to be there. That means that you're invited too, Deontay. Yeah, that Pure Sounds at Pure 62. <laughs> Shayna Shepard's going to be there. Um, a bunch of different artists. And also our very own Basa Gordon and G Prez Aspie. You know, when they when they're they're hosting a live stream. So it's going to be really dope at, at Pure Sounds, Pure 62 on Saturday from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. You know, I'm going to check that out. But I got to really just big up to Basa. Basa, you work on weekends on weekends. When do you rest? OK, Hey man. when do you rest? You're so relentless, sister. I'm, I, I need to get some of that energy. But don't we all? <laughs> <laughs> I'm in Portland. Now I'm hosting. You got man. the the gigs don't stop because you keep working. So I mean, people are, people realize this. One, I will say this. Basa is one of the hardest working people I've, I've come across in a long time um, and, and very focused and, and diligent. But also, you know what I'm saying, it's, it's master planning as well. You know, Basa is, is, is now larger than a lot of different things and situations in this city, you know. And so she, I mean, she's a brand all her own. Hashtag the girl can do anything. The girl can do anything. <laughs> the girl's on fire. All right. So what we're going to do right now is I look at you smiling so big. We get ready to go to break. After this break, yeah. we have, do, 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 there he is, Will Giddens. Coming up right after the break, we're going to talk about music and songwriting and all kinds of other good stuff. You're watching The Day with Trey. Hey, y'all. My name is Nicole Harvey, and I proudly serve as the Director of Community and Family Engagement at Seattle Jazz Ed. And I'm here to let y'all know that we're getting to launch our fall programming the first week of October. So if you're a student or you know a student between the grades 4 through 12 that is interested in playing music, whether they're a beginner or they've been playing for a long time, we have saved a seat for you. For more information, please visit our website at www.seattlejazzed.org. All of our programs and classes are offered on a sliding scale tuition policy, which means that families get to choose what they pay, no questions asked, 
We also have free loaner instruments available for every student to use. If you have questions, you're welcome to contact us via email or by phone at programs at seattlejazza.org or 206-324-5299. Basically, fam, believe in giving. Like, we have to be willing to give more, and people seem to always think giving means money, but nah, bro. It's like you can give time, you can give understanding, you can give access, you can give a listening ear and an open heart. You can give and share your God-given gifts and talents, but you just got to give. All right, welcome back to the day with Trey. My name is Omari Salisbury, filling in for Trey Holiday, joined on the couch by Deontay Damper. Greetings, everybody. Greetings, greetings. Yeah, man, you get good at this, bro. <laughs> you know, I'm trying. I'm trying. You was born but to win. It's organic when you're sitting here with family, you know. Okay. I ain't putting my feet up on the couch. That, that that's all that's only Trey Simmons. <laughs> <laughs> only Trey though. Trey get a pass for that. He one of the yeah, biggest yeah, bulldogs of them all. Only Trey. Okay, good stuff. <laughs> All right, welcome in here to the, uh, I was going to say morning update show. Welcome in here to the day with Trey, I do. Will Giddens. Yo, what's going on? Good morning. How are you, brother? Good, how are you feeling? Man, we feeling good out here. You know, we got a little bit of sunshine here in Seattle, so we feeling okay today, man. Where are you at? Man, I'm in Los Angeles, California, so it's it's sunny out here more than it is in but yeah, yeah, that's what we figured. Times I bet you he's gonna be in LA. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> we are so happy to have you here. I mean, me personally, I am a big fan. Thank uh, your you. Gemini album is amazing. The new wow. single Magic's out. So, can you tell, like, get community into like how you got started? Because okay. I think it's important for people to know. Nice. Yeah. So I I actually got started later than the usual um, because my life is just you know, been a, a journey. Um, I used to be an athlete when I was younger. And so I pursued sports. I thought that's what I was going to be doing for the rest of my life. But my father um, is a very well-known person um, from where I'm from, Trinidad and Tobago. He was really big and heavy influence, influence in the music scene down there. So growing up, whatever I'm doing now at my age is what I saw my father doing at a, at a young age or between like birth all the way till eight years old. So even though I wasn't doing music for a majority of my life, I had the environment of music. So once I tapped into that and I realized, hey, let me give this music a try, it was kind of like seamless when it happened. So that's really how I got into music, just being around my father. And then uh, my big brother, who I do music with, you know, we just, just being around a, a music environment, is, it, no matter how far you straight away, like I always just came right back to it. But, but it shows, right? The work, because the album Gemini, I, one of my friends, shout out to Casey Carter, was like, listen to this album. And I'm telling you, people have this big uh, uh, questions about, like, R is R&B dead, right? Yeah. But listening to your album is so amazing. Speaking of which, like, how do you get into writing music? Like, how do you find a way to find that artistry or well, a song? That's a really good question. So I started off songwriting primarily by myself you know i used to write all my songs by myself because it was my only way to that i felt like i could express myself without saying words so if i felt a certain way instead of me talking i used to you know how a lot of people journal yeah me my journaling was writing so i used to always be like man i'm not a journaler this is not but on one day i think it was my little sister was like i mean you do journal is just with your music so i was like oh wow that's crazy so i used to start off just writing songs for myself um 
I spent the last, uh, from 2016 to 2020 in Atlanta. And that's where I really started to collaborate with other songwriters. And I think that that took not only my own writing, but just myself as an overall writer to the next level once I started collaborating, because it's something powerful when you could bounce ideas off some another individual that is, is stellar at what they do. And just the, the, the art of collaboration is one of the most beautiful forms of song, like in, in songwriting. And I, and that's what's really like, and so Gemini is, even though I wrote a couple songs on there by myself, most of the songs were, were co a collaboration with some of the, my favorite um, writers of this generation. And so, yeah. And that, and that is the thing, right? Because I've watched the writing involved, and now you're writing with other artists, right? In the upper echelon of R&B. Who are those people? Um, yeah, well, uh, recently I got two of them. Uh, I, I did a song on Chris Brown's last album, Breezy album. It's track 19 called Dream. Um, shout out to AJ. I wrote that with my friend AJ. And ironically, we wrote that the first week of the pandemic, you know? And we waited two and a half years for it to finally come to fruition. Um, the second one is we wrote a, a, a single for Tank. Um, Tank is one of my heavy R&B inspirations as a songwriter and vocal. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Is it the song Slow? Yeah, I wrote Slow with... <laughs> Don't play with me because nah. it sounds like something that you would write. Okay. Yeah. So I wrote Slow. Uh, shout out to, my, again, my friend AJ and a, another friend of mine, Drew. And the beautiful thing with songwriting is that that song was written over FaceTime. You know, and I think that's the cool thing about technology these days, even though most of my uh, the people that is uh, affiliated with my company, my my friends, AJ and Drew, AJ is in uh, Augusta, Georgia, and Drew is in uh, Nashville. And I got the track from the producer and I was like, man, at first we were trying to do it for, for Diddy. Diddy was trying to do an R&B album. And so we, we try to pitch it for that. But then it ended up, Tag ended up hearing and, and fell in love with the song. But yeah, it was just, I just was like, I, it was just treated it as another song. And I knew that it was special when we finished it. And, you know, that's the exciting thing about songwriting is like when you know something is special, you hope that the other artists could hear it and how I execute the songs because a lot of songwriters um, don't have the, the kind of vocal ability that I do as an artist. So that's kind of a cheat code that I have whenever I write a stellar song with either myself or other people. I have the gift of singing and executing the song that way. When an artist hears it, they're like, I have to have this because this dude was singing, you know? Because the way you sing, it sounds like... Now, how do you feel like about going viral, like your your voice, right? Mm -hmm. You can literally sing anything. How do you feel about people see, like seeing that and sharing it with community? It's To be honest with you, it's like, it's, it's a beautiful thing to see, you know? Um, Anybody that's that's followed me from the beginning, or even if you found me last week, um, I'm still appreciate you the same. It's I I'm independent, fully independent. So you're not gonna you're not gonna discover or be aware of me unless you're on social media, especially if you're um in a different country, you know. So for me, working hard and and being consistent is is something that I've tried to do. Um, not only with my original music, but with covers, because the only way I could grow and people could be interested in this time where this, it's so oversaturated, everybody and their mother does be singing and writing. So you have to have something that's, that sticks out, have to have something that's stellar. 
And so even though black people have such a, you know what I'm saying? It's like the, the playing field is so much harder because they expect our people to be so talented and gifted already. So that if a black person does something phenomenal, it's always like, oh, well, yeah, that's 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 cool. Good, good for you, bro. You know, rather than some of some other races, if they do something that's even with half the ability, everyone's like, whoa, it's kind of like the whole white man dunking. Right, right. Well, you know, that's so funny because, you know, as your constituents like Diddy and Mary J. Blige were just having this very conversation about mm -hmm. that. Right. So let me ask you this. Do you believe that R&B is dead? I do not believe that R&B is dead. I think like a lot of the a lot of R&B, like, let's say this in the like nine, in 90s and in early 2000 was, in my opinion, prime R&B. But R&B then was the equivalence to trap music right now as far as popularity. I just think they, the, the thing that is dead right now is the vulnerability. So I wouldn't say R&B is dead. A lot of the times, even these new R&B artists, um, they're not as vulnerable as they once was as far as the topic. Uh, a lot of artists are still being vulnerable. I, some R&B artists that I listen to a lot is... Of course, Lucky Day, um, Giveon, people like Kenyon Dixon. I don't know if you ever heard of him. Tone yes, Victoria Monet, like her. They, there's a couple people that's already they they continue to carry that 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 R and B. You know what I'm saying? Towards yeah. It, and but, the thing but, about Carrie, I want to know too. <laughs> when are you gonna carry yourself to Seattle? Because we need we we need some of this music up in here. Can you come to the 206 anytime soon? Yeah, so I was there in March. There's a, a lady uh, named Veronica Very. I don't know if you know her. She has this wow gallery in the, I think, downtown somewhere. And I came there to do a performance. And she literally uh, emailed me and my team yesterday because she wants me to come there September 11th. So you may see me in Seattle September 11th. <laughs> I'm going to be running September uh, 11th. All right, good stuff. But before we cut you loose here, Will, make sure and tell everybody how they can follow you on social media, where they can hear your music, how we can support you. Okay, so my name is Will Gittens, G-I-T-T-E-N-S. Um, you could find me on all social media platforms, um, TikTok, Instagram, um, uh, what you call it, Twitter, Facebook fan page. Everything is Will Gittens. And as far as my original music and covers and stuff, you could find most of them on Apple Music and Spotify. I have all my music on any streaming platform, Deezer, Google Play, um, YouTube, anywhere. If you search my name, you'll find my music and you'll see me there. So anybody that has the time or wants to go check it out is greatly appreciated. All right, Will, thank you for joining. We get a wide over here. Thank you for joining us uh, this morning on the day with Trey. And man, we look forward to seeing you in September. Oh, most definitely. Thank you guys for your time, and I appreciate the support. Thank you. All right, man. This is uh, there. You're very happy there, huh? You know, I appreciate <laughs> this. Now made your day. <laughs> really did, man. Uh, man, album got me through a lot of stuff, man. I appreciate. I just. Hey, so now when you when you said that, and that's one thing. Like on the R and B side, is I think everybody, not everybody, but at least maybe people our age, there, there's an R and B artist that you was going through something. Yeah. Who was yours? Um, Emily Sandy. Oh, oh my gosh! Yes. Yeah, that that Emily that Emily Sandy album, man. I was I was living over in, in Tanzania when that came out. I was going through a lot. 
she, they they are still making good. Oh yeah, I'll go anywhere in the world to see her. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Absolutely. You know what they don't do no more? They don't sing in the rain no more. I miss the singing in the rain music. The R&B artist. Oh 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 oh! Don't hey, listen. Don't get me over here trying to sing. We got uh man. We've got the deaf chef is in the building. You know what I'm saying? You ready back there, deaf chef? Oh, yeah, I was born ready, big O. You know what I'm saying? We're going to take a quick break right now. And, and Deontay, since you're here, I guess you can pop in with the Dev Chef, right? You know, I am hungry. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know what we're making yet, but I'm hungry, though. All right. You're watching The Day with Trey. We are back here with The Day with Trey. I'm here with my brother, Dev Chef. How you doing, brother? What's up with you, man? How was your weekend? Yeah, bro, how about you? Was, you know, it's all right. Now, how does it feel to be a bulldog? I'm going to ask you that. Well, you know what? I was a bulldog way before high school. I'm from 27th and all there. I'm about as close to Garfield as you could get without being on 23rd or 24th. So, yeah, you know. But, yeah, man, it feels good to be a bulldog. It feels good to be from the CD and to see everything going on, be here with you brothers right now. Awesome experience, man. That's awesome, man. I appreciate you, brother. Now, what are, what are we making today? Today? Okay, first of all, we often deal with utilization. We throw away too we we're just wasteful. It's not anything we do on purpose. It's just what's going on in society and just what's going on with people. Mm -hmm. We're busy. We're we're busy and a lot of times we just don't have an opportunity to do some of this stuff. So when you do utilization, the good thing about it is you have stuff that's already ready to go. Yeah. So they have an idea what they need to do. Right. This is all stuff that's going to be cut up and we're going to do something with it and we're going to allow the kids to do it whenever they can. OK, so and today we're making Pico de Gallo. Yes, sir. We're making Pico de Gallo fresh. And most of the time we have it, but we don't have it right now. So this is all going to be done in real time and everything. This is how it really goes. Of course, you could let it sit, marinate, let the flavors marry. But right now we're coming in hot. We're going to make it. We're going to make it simple. And this is something our kids could do for themselves. Okay. All right. Well, we're we, we going to get this, man. Because, you know, I'm, I'm an air fryer person. And my oh, friends yeah. keep on telling me I need to eat more healthy. So I'm gonna so I'm gonna try to do that a little bit more. Yeah, so this is a healthy, yeah, healthy eating trick. You see all the veggies, and then they get the chips. And kids don't really equate, yeah, pico de gallo or stuff like that with healthy eating, but it is. Okay, well let's get started, brother. Let's see, all right. So the first thing we do, we identify our ingredients, right? And uh, you could have your kids do this and they not really know what they're doing, but you kind of monitor them, right? So the first thing we have, we have two styles of cabbage. What this is really for, this is for texture and this is to uh, uh, spread your product so it'll go longer. Okay. This is the star. This is what makes everything, everything. We love cilantro. You put cilantro on everything? Not on everything, but when you're talking about what we're doing here, Definitely in anything with a Mexican or a Spanish pro profile, I probably will add cilantro. Okay. Yep. Couple tomatoes. We'll probably use one. We might use them both, whatever. Partially used onion. You don't need to buy brand new ingredients for this stuff. This is all stuff we had sitting at the house and whatever, because I do other stuff. I might have, okay, good. You got me. I might have, I might have been making stir fries or whatever, right? So anyway, we hop right into it. The first thing we do, we're going to cut up some cabbage. We don't cut up the onion first because, you know, the onion's going to have its fumes and... Mm -hmm. Have me over here crying. Right, exactly. Okay. Both of us. <laughs> I like to do a rough cut. 
Well, well, define a rough cut. For a me, rough cut. You know, I don't cook. Okay, yeah. a rough cut is when the pieces are a little bit bigger, right? And then a fine cut. We're gonna show you that is when you take something and it's just like a fine cut. You get it as small as you can within reason of what you're doing. You might go over it and do your whole thing like this, get it real. See, and, I, can't, I can't move that fast. And no. what this is, what this does, it gives you different textures and it's for the body. So we have green cabbage, we got red cabbage. That's just to start off with, that's your little base. All right. So then now nah, we'll we'll do the tomatoes last because they're messy. Okay. So we'll go right to the cilantro. Me, I'm a cilantro guy. I don't know how y'all feel about it. I but love cilantro. I yeah, a lot of times when I make my stuff, I'm gonna over cilantro it. I love to abuse the power of this herb. Boom, as you can see, we're half cilantroed up right there. <laughs> yeah, right. All right. So now we come with our onion. You don't need to wipe your cutting board down a thousand times. These are all vegetables. And they all go in the same They place. all go in the same place. Just move quick. This part, we got to get rid of that. Okay. I don't know if you guys see Why this. do you get rid of that? Just because we don't like it. it it's it's a it's an odd um Don't texture. judge me all, but I be I don't I, I I haven't really got rid of it. I don't begin. Well, well, you know, see the thing <laughs> is, man, you're OG with it. So if, if it's working for you, stay with it. Me. I've been trying to get rid of it. And a lot of times, man, cooking is just while you're trained. Yeah. You know, like right now, the way I'm cutting, when I'm cutting in the kitchen and whatever, work, did it do? But when I'm just doing it at home, I might do anything. I might do this. <laughs> I, I, I might cut with a butter knife, yeah. or a plastic knife, right? You know, you're supposed to hide your hands and this and that. Sometimes you can't. Okay, so we do a rough cut on the onions. You could do a fine chop. It doesn't really matter. It's all about the texture you like. Once you do that, you're pretty much home free okay. because now you're down there. You, you know, as a matter of fact, we'll go with lime. Okay, we'll I go with our lime. We'll we'll get that cut, so we're ready to go with that. All right. So with the tomato, it depends on how you like it. Me, sorry about that, y'all. I like them a little bit smaller. Can I ask? Can I drop the stuff you? left and right? See, okay. and this is why you got to have your space okay. because you see me. I'm knocking <laughs> stuff down. It, it might look like it's gonna be clean, but it gets messy with me. Okay. See, I have an issue too where I'm like, I don't eat vegetables and I don't add it to my, to, to, to yeah. anything I'm eating. How important is that for us? It's very important. You know? It's very important. You know what? Up until recently, black people ate vegetables. I don't know what happened, but something happened to where I, well, I think I know what happened. There's cost and there's availability and yeah. things of that nature. We're living in food deserts, yeah, a just, bunch of, a bunch of stuff that we could get into at another time. Right, right. Food activism stuff. Right now we here for this utilization kick, but this is easy and it's just easy. So as I'm seeing this, cause I'm a meat lover. I just eat meat. And, so and you know like, what you this, know? this is a great compliment to the meat. Like, let's say, we're doing street tacos or we're doing carne asada with whatever might go with it, rice and beans. It's, it's always nice to have something like this. You could throw it on top. You can eat it on the side, right? You see, we got our beautiful chips right here. So we got a couple more cuts. And like I said, you have stuff different sizes so you could have different textures. Okay. Right. Tomatoes so look nice, man. Oh, yeah, man. And, and always give yourself some nice, beautiful 
fresh tomatoes because that's going to make it work for you. Garlic, okay. you could do it fresh, us, we're just going to do it this way and it could be garlic powder. It doesn't matter. It's garlic, but I like to use fresh. Okay. Right. Salt and pepper. Be liberal because it looks like a lot of salt, but you, but this is actually a lot of product, pepper, mm -hmm. onion powder. This is what I like to do. Some people just go straight cumin or whatever. I like my stuff to have a whole different flavor profile. Cayenne pepper. Some people do pepper flakes. Some people don't use it at all. The cayenne pepper is going to get right in there and do what it's supposed to do. You can make it with a little bit of kick or you can make it hot. I like to just do a little bit of kick because I deal with a lot of kids with okay. this, right? This mm -hmm. is what this is for. So we yeah. can't forget that. Yeah. Lime, fresh lime. Fresh lime will always give you a different result than say bottled. There's nothing wrong with that. Sometimes it's a cost thing because I know how expensive fresh fruit and Fresh veggies are. Be liberal with the line. Mm -hmm. Right. And we don't need a lot of different equipment. Like the same thing I cut with is the same thing I'll mix with. Some people I understand you want all the different equipments and with no, we use one, we use a knife and the knife does everything. Okay, what's that? Oh, some jalapenos. Okay. My hands are slippery, so wasn't able to get it. You get up in there, whatever comes out is what you use. Okay. If you want to do more, that's cool. And these aren't really the super hot ones. These are the sweet and spicy. But you could always use really hot ones. And if you want to, now what I do with these, I like to cut these up kind of fine to spread them out and kind of okay. let them blend into what we're doing here. You could And you could put it in a food processor and emulsify it. You could do whatever. Boom. Okay. So I break that down. What's emulsify? Emulsify is when it's pretty much a liquid. When you take a solid, you pretty much make it a liquid in a um, blender or in a food processor. Okay. Then we just do this. All you got to do is have enough control to not cut yourself. And the safe way, put the blade away from you and mix it like this. If okay. you do it that way, you shouldn't Cut yourself. So what we're going to do here now, we're going to have you tested because, see, people love to eat their own stuff and talk about how good it is. Mm -hmm. Let's see what you say about it. Okay. I'm going to try it all. Oh, it's good. Just, you know, I'm not even getting paid for this. When you're doing this thing with these chips, you cannot go wrong with these. I am from Seattle, Washington. These are amazing. They've been sitting in my counter for four months, and I tell y'all, they never go stale. That's what I'll say. That, look, they never, never go, stay. nothing never go stale. Yeah, mine never stay around yeah, that long. Like, uh, well, I've never had any that lasted more than 48 hours. So there we go. I'm going to grab this. Let, let's go ahead and let you get up in there and, and, and see what, you know, how you feel about it. Get it. I'm a dip. Yeah. Homemade and fresh, yeah. See what I'm saying? Little little shoulder action. Come on, man. When I could get the shoulders from Deontay, I know it. And and you know, like I said, this is something that where you could literally just put stuff in front, say mix this up, da, 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 then tell them what they're doing. So there's some fresh pico de gallo, obviously heavy on the cilantro. This is so delicious. Okay, Thank you. and I think what it is for me is the uh, the, the jalapeno. You know, just give it a little kick. That's why I'm shaking. I think I'm going to do another scoop, Yeah, we you know? got to have a little bit of spice and kick to it, man. Absolutely. Yes, well, I really appreciate you for coming on today. Thank you for friend. having me. And where can people find you? 
Oh, man, really? Oh, you know what? Where you guys can find me mainly right now, I'm going to be... What's going on? Okay, I'm going to be in the community doing a giveaway on behalf of the Garfield High School class of 1992. We was talking about repurposing. Okay, so we had a barbecue... uh, reunion thing yesterday we have a bunch of food left over instead of throwing it away i'm gonna repurpose it to struggling families and to the community in general that's where you can find me at right now uh of course social media everybody has my phone number 253-486-0825 email the white box 74 with an a at gmail um yeah i'm out here man your main thing man just just find me where my people are i go where i go where you are you are always there i'm telling you for, for the kids make sure you us bill the bill brothers respect you and appreciate you and you know your converged family so we appreciate you coming thank here, you for brother. having me and thank you very much y'all we'll be right back day with trey no, so wrap y'all with the day with Trey today. Well, I want to thank our guest Def chef and mr giddens coming on here today tomorrow trey will be back with y'all Y'all stay blessed, stay safe, stay with love. Converge Media produces culturally relevant content for black and urban audiences. Our coverage is raw, transparent, and objective, praised by community leaders, government officials, and residents. Support Converge Media today via Venmo, Cash App, or PayPal at Converge Media.